Rise and it's changing lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. I am your own one and only host, Tyler Egan, and we are back with another fiery episode. I don't actually know if it's fiery yet. We're going to find out. Um, but I am foreshadowing. Yeah, I think that's the right word. I'm seeing into the future, and I and in the future, I think this episode is fucking fuego. So, um, I am on a different level today. I'm cracked out of my mind. It feels like I'm not really. But okay, I'm gonna try to explain something that doesn't fully make sense in my head yet. But it almost feels like something's shifting. There we go. That's it. Um, like energetically, if you know, you know. Uh, I feel like you know i'll just say this i i i've really tapped into hmm, what i would say like what i believe god to be like i'm connected to what i believe god to be more and so things in like a lot of my intuition my into i'm more connected to my intuition is what i'd say and um things are just kind of flowing a little bit more easily like even i'm looking at the podcast numbers and it's like you guys have been must be sharing the episodes or something like that because i got more downloads and stuff um, than last week, which is really cool. So thank you so much. Oh, and that actually reminds me, see, this is what I mean. Things are kind of flowing more because I said this on the last episode. And every time I say something on an episode to remind myself, it never actually sparks anything, but this time it did. So I'm going to go and I want to start highlighting the people um, that have left reviews on me podcasts from the past. So let me find these beaches. Okay, we got a couple here. Okay, the first one was me two years ago. <laughs> Fantastic show, but then again, it's my show. That's cool. Um, all right, what do we got here? Jake Hilden said, Tyler is super down to earth and great to listen to. Thank you, Jake. He provides helpful information, tons of motivation. If you're looking to level up your health, fitness, and mindset, oh, then I recommend you listen to this podcast. Let's go. Let's go. So that's that. Uh, thank you, Jake. I actually haven't talked. Me and Jake used to be we really we first connected on instagram a couple years ago i uh, haven't connected with him in a while i'm gonna have to look this guy up see what happened to him if i'm not mistaken he was another no he was a police officer cool dude though anyway so yeah i mean like this is what i mean things are kind of flowing a little bit more for me it seems like things are i don't want to say effortless but yeah i mean the fact that i just remembered to, that i wanted to do that in the first place from the last time i recorded was it's pretty cool so um yeah things things seem to be flowing a little bit more for me um, and I don't know about you guys. Maybe there's people out there who have noticed something similar. Maybe there isn't. Maybe I really am on crack and I just haven't taken any, but I digress. Today, I want to talk about something that is hindering your fat loss progress. So we're getting into the, we're getting into the details right away today. I know there's some episodes where I'm like 10 minutes in and it's like, finally, bro, you're actually getting to the point. <sighs> yeah. So what's preventing you from seeing more progress in your fat loss journey? What is it? What is it? 
you know, I like to strategize with my clients on these things. Um, could it be you're eating too much food? Could it be the type of food? Do you have an, a reaction to a fight type of food? So what I mean by this is, because there, there could be so many things, and so I'm going to throw some of these at you, at you guys. Um, if you get an inflammatory response from, let's say, cheese, but you're eating cheese all the time, then that can slow down your fat loss progress because the inflammatory response is going to take a bit of a priority over your body's ability to lose fat or build muscle in the process. So when we go to the gym, we're essentially tearing our muscles down so that when we come home, we hydrate, we we get nutrition, we sleep, we rest, our body will repair the damaged quote unquote damage. So it's like a, that word probably has like a negative connotation around it. Um, the, the body will repair broken down muscle tissue. Okay. And then it'll come back bigger, quote unquote, and stronger, depending on how you train. So like when we train in certain fashions, we are looking for a certain response from the body. But this is why your nutrition and shit like that is so important. And people think it's just like all about movement, negative, you need all of it. So but you need the nutrition side of it. And so the way you train will elicit, it will uh, cause your body to respond and repair the muscles, the tissues appropriately. And so if you're getting inflammation from the food you're eating, then it is negating, I mean not negating, but it may be hindering, I'll say that, maybe hindering the inflammatory response because inflammation isn't inherently bad. Um, the inflammatory response that you're getting from your workouts. So, when we work out and we break down this beautiful muscle tissue, connective tissue, fascia, all the things, all the tissues in our body, we want it to come back bigger, stronger, faster, all the things. And that is caused by an inflammatory response that you are providing to your body through the workouts. And so if you're doing things that will, let's say, get in the way of the inflammatory response that you're trying to get your body to respond to, then it may hinder progress. Think about it like this. Think about it like, you know, you're, you're trying to parallel park, okay? You're trying to parallel, you're in the big city, you're trying to parallel park, you finally found a spot, right? Um, there's a car in front and in the back, but like, there's just one spot right there for you. And you're gonna go park, you throw your blinker on and someone just jets in front of you and parks. That is what eating food that does not agree with you is like. You see, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, you see that parking spot. The parking spot is the gains. It is the fat loss. But that person who cuts you off and takes a parking spot anyway is the inflammatory response coming from the food that you eat. So the food you eat matters. This is why quality is everything. Okay, so that could be one thing, the quality of your food. It could be that you're not sleeping. It could be that you're not hydrating. There are a lot of practical, tangible things that you could be doing, you could improve upon right here and right now. I'm sure everybody could find something like that. Like for me personally, I want to get a little bit bigger, but I'm not eating enough food to get that response from my body. Therefore, I do not have the expectation of that for myself. However, you guys are trying to lose fat and you're stuck and you and you tried all these things. And, and you know what? What I've found is there's always some improvements everybody can make in every area. But if you're looking at this right now, you don't work with a coach, you don't want to ask for help and you're just like, well, what else can I do? I actually would make the argument that this is probably an even more important important thing because if you are the what I, what I actually want to say next is even more important than any of that stuff and that is and that is drum roll please okay i'm not gonna do a drum roll you're not accepting where you're at and this is where the mindset stuff comes in you're not accepting where you're at so what i mean by this is you know you are resisting 
the fact that maybe there are some things about yourself that you're not seeing. So, and I see this all the time, people will hold on to the limitations that have prevented them from seeing fat loss progress in the past. So if you, and, and here's an example, if, the, if you know it's like the foods that you're eating and you're not cutting them out, then you are holding on to, and like I'm talking, this is probably like psychologically, mentally, you are holding on to some type of identity around who you are. So if you're someone who's always enjoyed cheese, but cheese causes inflammation in your body, and you're just like, oh, I can't give up cheese, I love it too much, then you are holding on to that identity of you who eats cheese. Like, let me ask you this. If I could guarantee you that the cheese is causing inflammation, and, and I'm just using cheese, I don't know if this is actually happening to any of you, and if I could guarantee that that cheese is causing inflammation, which is causing you to not see the fat loss progress that you're looking for, if I could prove it to you somehow, would you then cut it out so that you could see progress? And my guess would be for most of you who really wanna lose weight, who really wanna see a reduction on the scale in your progress pictures, the answer would be yes. So then why not do it? Like you don't actually know for sure. Nobody can give you that proof. Like you could take a food sensitivity tests, but you know, at the end of the day, they're just tests. Like there's nothing to actually say that they're 100% accurate. And if someone tells you that any of these tests out there are 100% accurate, you should probably run. Like even like blood work and stuff like that. It can be pretty fucking close, right? Like it can be pretty damn accurate, but like to know for certain with 100% certainty, I don't think that's possible. I'm almost... 100% possible that it's not possible to know that anything is certain. And so I see this all the time where like, I'll be like, okay, well, why don't we try, you know, adjusting your diet this way? And they're like, oh no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't give up this. I can't do that. Um, I can't do this workout. I can't, I can't do that. Every time, every I can't statement that you have, every time I can't statement or I, I, I can't really, you know what I can't really is, is I won't because you can, any of us can, any of us can. So even if like I'm trying to give a, a, a client some type of squat variation and they see me do a squat and I hit like a full range of motion, like, oh, I can't do that. Yes, you can. But there's nothing saying that you have to force yourself into a deep squat position, something I've been working on for the last six years in three seconds. There's nothing saying that. You can work in the range of motion that works well for you. Start to get your muscles, your tissues, your joints, your ligaments adapted, adjusted to that position. And then when you start to get the, the adaptation, get that response from your body through the workout, you go home, you sleep, you hydrate, you get some good quality nutrition in, and then your body repairs, and then you can start to do it. And if you look at this over a long timeline, so like from like, let's just like, Let's take it looking at it like a week, a month, and a year. And from one week to the next, you're not going to see much of a difference in your squat. From uh, one month to the next, you'll probably see some changes. Like you'll probably see that, oh, I can actually sit down here like with good control. Oh, wait, I'm getting like three inches lower. And then like a year, you're actually hitting like a damn near close to um, full range of motion squat or maybe at least a parallel squat. So if you, you, that's why it's like having this ability to focus on what your goal is and knowing what long-term and short-term goals you have is so important because then you can be like, okay, well, what, what's a good lens to look at this from? You know, last week, not much change, but like, what, what, what's the end goal? Okay, I wanna have a full range of motion squat. Well, let's see where, where this is at in a year. If I practice for a year, what's gonna happen? You know, it's like if, if a kid, if a child didn't get the ability to walk in one shot, how many of you would tell the child to give the fuck up? Probably none of you. 
I'm just going to assume that. Um, I think it's a good assumption to make. And so why do you do that to yourself? Sure, kids have way more malleability. They, uh, because of their brains, they're growing, they're learning, they can adapt and change much more rapidly than any of us adults can. But that is just a limitation because any of us can. We can adapt, we can continue to change, we can continue to grow and get better and improve. But it first begins with accepting with where you are at. Sure, you may not be able to squat like I can, but that doesn't mean you won't be able to if you're willing to practice and improve and get better. So to come back to the initial point, fat loss progress, what's stopping it? Have you accepted where it is you're at, that you're at a plateau, that your own limitations are getting in your way? And you know if I'm talking to you or not, because there's plenty of you out there. You have, like, this is where mindset stuff is so important. You have to be willing to look at yourself and be like, wait, I gotta, I'm, I'm, I'm getting in my own way here. I'm getting in my own way here. I am getting in my own way because of the thoughts I'm having, because I don't think I can do this. And there's like, it's okay. It's okay to admit that you can't do something or it's okay to admit that you can't do something yet. And man, like the words you speak are so important, but that's a topic for another day. I'm actually gonna write that down. That's a podcast episode in and of itself. Nope, my pen's up. There we go. Words. Yeah, that's good. So where are you at right now? Like mentally, physically, emotionally, where are you at? Are you pissed off because you haven't seen results? Good. Just feel it. And can you accept that maybe you're not doing the right things? Even though you think you are, maybe you're not doing the right things. It's okay. It's almost like it's almost like a lot of people I've um, come across think that they have to know all the answers. Like I'll talk to like just, I'll talk to clients and I'll be like, "Have you tried this, that, or the other thing?" And they'll be like, "No, I didn't know I should." I'm like, "Okay, cool." But even that response is like, "No, I didn't know I should." No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that. Or the response is, "No, I didn't think I should." Or, "No, I didn't know that." Were you supposed to? Were you supposed to know that? Like when I tell a client about um you know, a, a way to improve their squat mechanics. They're like, oh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know I should do that. Okay, good. Can you accept that? Because it's like w- w- the reason, and this is just a theory. I don't know if I'm right. I think the reason people respond that way is because they think they, th- they think they should have known that. And it's like, if you don't know information, that's fine. None of us know anything. But this is what I mean. So the more, and, and so I'm gonna come back to my point and I'm gonna tie these together. So the more you can accept that maybe you're not where you want to be and be okay with that, the more you can accept that you're getting in your own way, that maybe it's your own limitations, your own mindset, um, maybe the things you're doing wrong, because like this is why your mindset is connected to your actions, because the way you think leads to the actions you take. And so if you have an underlying belief that you can't lose weight, that you're not good enough to look better, that you're not good enough to feel better or whatever it is, your actions will continue to reflect that. So I can make a suggestion for you to try, but if you can't get out of your own way enough to see that it might actually help you, then the information is useless. If you don't get to the root of your beliefs or if you don't recognize, you don't even have to get to the root. If you don't recognize the beliefs themselves that are hindering you, then the information is useless because you will never practically apply it. So if you can't accept that you're getting in your own way, then the information, the tools, everything that anybody's putting out there, because there's an abundance of information on the internet these days. 
abundance. You you don't need a coach. There's so many fitness people out there that who will talk about how like getting a coach is useful. And look, it might be, but you don't need one because all of the information is out there, all of it. And so, information isn't our problem, as like a collective species society. The issue is us getting in our own way. So, what are you not seeing? What are you not noticing about yourself that could be slowing you down your progress? And don't worry about the tactics and the strategies and the, the, the diet and the workouts and all the things. That shit will come when you first accept where you're at and that maybe, just maybe, it is you that is getting in your own way. Your thoughts, your beliefs, your underlying emotional state, your feelings. And you know, you know I'm gonna say one more thing about this because like I see my outro thing coming up here. One last thing about this. Like, it's the most empowering thing out there. Knowing that you are the one getting in your way, so then you you can do something about it. If if you're blaming it on something outside, like it's the diet, it's the the workout, it's the it's society, it's my genes, then you have no control over those things. But if you're like, wait, it's my belief about the thing. It's I don't think I'm good enough to actually do this. I don't think I can actually lose weight. I don't believe I can. I don't believe I can do this. You can do something about that. Those thoughts, those beliefs can be changed. They absolutely fucking can be. And if you don't think so, DM me. I'll prove you wrong. You know where to find me on other social medias. The links will be in the show notes. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today's episode. If you took anything from this, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Share it with a friend. Share it on the social medias. Tag your boy at Tyler underscore Egan on Instagram. I'm at my name, Tyler Egan, on Facebook. My picture's the same on all of them, or uh, my business Facebook page is the My Muscle Experience. Um, tag me on any of them. I really appreciate that, guys. Everything you do to help me grow the show helps a lot. But please, I only ask for your assistance with this if you took anything from the show. If not, maybe leave me, leave me a better review. Or don't at all. You're cool. Anyway. We'll wrap it up there. Thank you, everybody, and I hope you have an awesome day. Peace out, yo.